0: Support for 100 Watts in a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsinawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts in a Wire listener supported. Click the donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts in a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsinawire.com and Icom heard it worked it logged it it is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle Icom offers a variety of high performance and innovative products see how you can make the most out of contest season with Icom And LDG. LDG makes small, lightweight tuners ideal for portable and emergency operations. Some can operate on internal batteries for months of normal use, making them easy to carry, install, and use in the field. Visit ldgelectronics.com. And now from Grid Square Echo, Mike 48. This is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello again, friends. It's Christian, K0STH. We're walking along the north side, a part of the homestead. And many people write, and drop me lines and say something or ask questions. And I encourage you all to do that. It's totally cool. But um, I'm getting information that says that you enjoy the walk and talks. And it's helpful for me, too, because uh, there's a lot of things that need to be done when you live out, you know, in the country. you got to split wood. You've got to uh, take care of fell wood that has come down in storms. There's a garden. There's antennas. Lots of things to do. And so uh, I can look around and see what needs to be done and sort of take an inventory of work that I need to do as we prepare for fall to come. So essentially, we're killing two birds with one stone, so to speak. But you know, it's a uh, special event weekend. There's a couple of things happening. We're into September now, and it's hard to believe, hard to believe that 9 11 happened so many years ago. I mean, it is hard for me to believe. It's 17 years. 17 years. And every time I hear, you know, it reminds me the importance of a special event station. And I try to work them every year. I've been busy this weekend. I haven't been able to participate much on air. We'll do our net, of course, this weekend. I'm recording this on Sunday as we do a walk and talk. The temperature's broken here. We've had a ton of rain in the last few days. But when W-2 NYC goes on the air, I instantly, and I don't know, I I remember my parents, you know, remembering where they were when JFK was killed. Um, My mom's reaction to John Lennon being killed in 1980. And then, you know, for me, I've got my own, the space shuttle uh, explosion, and 9-11 being the, um, you know, being an adult and having that happen, and I know exactly where I was, and you may too, and I hope you'll share those. You can drop me a line through 100 com, Let me know, because... That special event station sort of brings it all back. And I think the first thing that hits me is damn, that's a, you know, 17 years, 17 years since 9 11. I remember it as vividly where I was. And I got the word about 9 o'clock Eastern time. I was living and working in Philadelphia with my uh, soon to be wife. And uh, we weren't married at the time, but I tell you, that event really moved things along. It kind of put a lot of things in perspective. And before you know it, um, I was planning a move to Missouri. And, uh, you know, it's so much, regardless of all the things that have come out of 9 11, there seems to be a theory. On almost everything nowadays that happens. Whether it's a conspiracy theory, whether it's got legs, whether it's true or false, that doesn't really need to be the point of this. But the loss, the loss was so real and so heavy that uh, just having a special event, you know, to commemorate that was cool. So I made an effort right away. I heard them, I think, Friday... At first I was like, I couldn't believe the date. You know, and they do it this weekend. And they may run through, what would be Tuesday? I think Tuesday is the 11th. But I know they're on for a few days. And um, anyway, I made that check-in. Uh, just to catch you back up geographically, we're further north now. And almost directly under the Balon of my 160 meter antenna now 160 meters if you're new to amateur radio and antennas 160 is a band with a really long wire and I always joke about her long legs because this you could have a longer antenna but if you do it in sort of a quarter-wave dipole this antenna has the longest legs uh, and it's just beautiful now, I don't know if it's twisted for me to consider that I uh, equate my antennas to beautiful women, but uh, I do. And uh, you just keep your opinions to yourself. Thanks. Okay. But here we are just taking a look around because we've had storms over the last couple of days. And it seems like any time we get wind and rain, something falls down in the woods and right now it's a bit calm you can probably hear behind me you know some bugs grasshoppers whatever crickets birds they're quiet they're up there watching me walk through and looking at my lines Uh, let me get back to the special event thing also Route 66 which for me becomes an addiction um I see Route 66 and I can't stop myself In years past, so again, for those of you new to this, we've got a special event that goes along Route 66. So different states, all the states along Route 66, from the Midwest all the way out to the West Coast, has a representative radio station, and you try to make contact with them. And it becomes kind of a game where you're chasing those and sometimes you need them. You can't hear a certain station in a certain state. And they'll be like Whiskey 2 Hotel or Whiskey 0 Hotel for like this calling area. Whiskey 7, Whiskey 8, that kind of stuff. And you may just be missing one letter and you become frantic, nutty, staying up late. You're posting on social media. Where is Whiskey Four Hotel? I mean, I saw him on Monday night. And this runs a week. So you have some time to get it. I just have worked a couple. I really enjoy it. I work the. Um, but it can become something that overcomes you. And next thing you know, you're shooing away people. I'll call my boss back. I'll call him back. No, I can't do it right now. I'm chasing Whiskey Nine. Whiskey Nine, woman. Whiskey Nine. Whiskey Nine Hotel would be close to me. Illinois area, probably. Anyway, this year I'm taking a more um, casual. And the pileups are intense. I mean, so many stations are calling to work that it's just crazy. It's good, though. It's really good. For me, I've got a lot of work to do outside. We're going to move away from this antenna now. Everything looks good right now. Also, the 80-meter. I've got an 80-meter double bazooka up about 50 feet, maybe 53. And I did some work, good segue into the work I've been doing. Yesterday, I thought to myself, you know, the antenna that I really want serving the east and west on 80 meters is the double bazooka. So I'm going to move it. You know in circumstance. I have two antennas for 80. Circumstances. Something got wiped out. I ended up changing some things around. I had a really good antenna up for a long time. Uh, it was uh, kind of injured and ruined. In a storm some time ago. So what I really wanted to do. Is have two double bazookas up on 80. And I thought man that's what I'll do. You know but I had two. Good antennas. So I left them alone. But I. I ended up getting myself a double bazooka to serve the north and the south. And a little part of me judges antennas, and you shouldn't do this. There's a dead tree that's going to be a problem. It's small now. I should just take it. I could probably push that over. It's a little one. Little guy, about 12-footer. Dead. It's a shame. I don't know. Not growing in the best of spots. We'll make our way over. Anywho... You know, I see double bazookas for me being just excellent. And uh, and I went through a phase where I wanted everything I had to be a double bazooka. I just wanted it that way. Now, I mean, I've got a couple of really great dipoles that hear. They're loud. They do really well. And there's some mental things. We develop these mental hurdles. At least I have. One was... The use of a tuner. You know, I was taught compromise is bad. Compromise, I don't like to compromise my antennas. And, you know, look, if you've got the land and the money and you can go out and do it and have resonant antennas, resonant antennas, then good for you. Good for you. Stop telling everybody what they need to do. It bothers me. It just always has, man. It just always has. But. My Elmers early on were putting this into my mind that using a tuner was bad. Using a tuner is bad. Meanwhile, this Street did not want to move. I'm going to have to cut this one. What I'm taking right now is I'm banging my Dupa, or actually the lower back, just to see if I can hear this thing make any noise. I'm sure I could, Yeah, I could hang on it and snap it, but another time. You know, so tuners became this... You know, be an anti-tuner. Get yourself a resonant antenna and don't dull. Anything you put in line could take away, you know, this kind of thinking. It was coming from somebody who had 60 years in the hobby. They also had income to burn and land uh, to hang things up just so. And again, it was part of the, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford this hobby, man. I don't know. It's kind of things that got me twisted up in the beginning. Well, I also got a little twisted on antennas. Just thinking, you know, what I wanted. It's funny, though, because it really stops and ends with the double bazooka. I know in my mind it's not the end-all antenna. I like them. They were developed at MIT. They had a purpose. They do really well. They're monoband. You may be able to work 15, right, as the third harmonic on that antenna, but you don't want to push any power through it. You'll burn it up. So it's a monoband antenna. It does really well. It's got a great history, and I got it in my mind. That's what you need. You need to you I got to have it. Got to have it. So anyway, long story short, I understand they're not the end-all antenna, and a dipole antenna, even without a ballon, can work the world. I get it. I've done it. But something in me wants something. I don't want Yagis. I don't really want a tower. It would be cool to have a 50 foot tower, maybe a 75 footer. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't need a Yagi. I, I'm not like crazy. I don't wake up in the morning with wood for a Yagi. Like, oh, Yagi. Oh, man. The Yagi is not my 1978 Farrah Fawcett poster. You know, I'm a You know what I'm on. But double bazookas are... uh, They're a thing. I got a little crush on a double bazooka. And I wanted to move the one that was serving the north and south. You see, they're both in a... Here we go again. They're both in an inverted V pattern. Which is, technically, the science would say, an omnidirectional antenna. However... I have one going north to south, I have one going east to west, and I can tell there's a bit of a difference in the pattern. And sometimes one is stronger than the other, depends. If I click on one, I'm going to get Texas and Oklahoma a lot louder than the other one. I know it. And besides that, if you want to argue about that omnidirectional pattern thing, which I don't know, we're not here to argue, right? We're just talking. You know two is one so for me having two 80 meter antennas is yes a luxury i can do it i've put up a lot with a lot of loss not in my power in my business in the trees i'm out here in the woods you know a buck could roll up on me right now and it'd be like hey buck what's happening so yeah i do have the luxury of having 280 meter antennas up but they're in the woods. And every time it rains, every time a wind, wind picks up around here, there's a cleanup. It could be a problem. So I decided I was gonna move the double bazooka 80 meter antenna to the position I wanted it in. And that was really my work for this weekend. The weather broke, I moved it, and uh, you know what? The position, the swap went really well, but the double bazooka started acting up. So much, in fact, that uh, when I was hanging it and pulling it up, I pulled too hard, I guess. And uh, loosened up the uh, connector on the coax, and it got weird. was reading out wrong, strangely. Came out, took about 10 minutes, changed the connector, put it back up. Things went fine, but it's reading differently. It needed to be retuned uh, to the land that it's on. It's in a different position, different place. It's probably... I don't know, 40, 50 yards away from where it was, and the landscape's different. You know, it's denser, whatever. It needed something different, and I had to retune it. But I couldn't just put more wire out because I had tuned it to where it was, and it was beautiful. I needed to add wire. In fact, I needed to add about... uh, I mean, overall, probably 10 inches. I put 5 inches on both sides, basically to get it where I needed, So I I had to come out and do some field work. I had to solder out in the field, which is a a trick in the rain and the wind, and it's not ideal circumstances. I could have waited, I could have waited, but nope, I'm not gonna wait. Came out and uh, just tuned it up. It needed more wire in this position. So sometimes you have to do that. And right now um, both are doing well in their new homes the mental hurdle that I go through, I don't know about you, the mental hurdles of wanting something, you know, I think my antennas that are facing north to south, which is to say I am serving the sides, right? So if the ends of an antenna go north to south and a dipole inverted V, you would say that it is serving the east and the west. Now I've got more to my east And more to my west. I'm out here in the middle of the country. Now, where you are, it may be different. You may want something where your ends are serving the north and the south. It depends on what's above and below you, right? For me, I'm trying to get out to the west coast. I'm trying to get out to the east coast. I put the second antenna up to serve the north and the southern states and countries. And that's how I approach it. So, my north to south ends seem to take a little more precedent for me because that's uh, that's really what I want to reach primarily and so I put the double bazooka up there um, with a with an antenna like a 160 you put it up any way you can you can bend it don't get sketched out on not bending or wrapping or touching that's another kinda boogeyman type of thing you gotta do the best with what you have that's what's up that's what's up in this hobby if you got to put up an NFED antenna because you have spatial issues, that's what you do. If you have to put up an antenna in your attic because you're in an HOA and they're just a bunch of assholes, that's what you got to do. That's what you do. So don't be afraid. If you have to run 160, you've got to have 160, right? Winter's coming and you have to run an inverted L. You're sending wire up the tree and out inverted L and fed low, what just do it. Just go ahead and try it, see what you can do. And don't be afraid to drop on a tuner. Now me, and a full disclosure, LDG is a sponsor, a recent sponsor, they're a new sponsor, just a couple months in. I own LDG. I own LDG tuners, okay? So I feel that, you know, most times when I get a sponsor, I've used the products. You know, I've got a couple other stuff, some camping stuff, some bushcraft stuff, some knives and stuff like that. You know, if they were to become a sponsor, it would be because I use it. I'm not afraid to put an LDG tuner on a a strange piece of wire. And when it comes to your emergency communications, you don't think about these old ideals. Oh, well, the old guy told me if I do, I almost dropped an F-bomb. You hear the train behind me, guys? You may hear it as I talk. By the way, the audio last week, when I do the walk and talk, I have an, I have a microphone that goes into the phone. However, if you've ever had a phone near a microphone, it could give you that little, like, weird things. So we'll see. This would be the third chance at this. If it doesn't work out for me and it brings or introduces, because I can't hear it. I don't have headphones when it does it. You know, if I, I feel like if I get a text or something that it, it makes a noise. I mean, I'm out here in the middle of nothing. So there's nothing that can really interfere except an app. I've tried to close them all down, so hopefully we don't. And friends will joke like, dude, I love the walk and talks. What are you worried about that little bit of... Well, I'm an audio guy. I'm not an audiophile. I'm an audio guy. I'm seeking the best audio for you. And then it's like, you're an amateur radio operator. You listen through the crackling S9 noise to work a, a DX entity, some great country far away. So, yeah, I get it. There's a compromise there. See, I'm learning. I'm trying to get better at it. All right, let me take a break. We'll come back here. and I'm going to head back toward the garden with you and, and pick up our conversation there next. CQ, CQ, CQ. This is 100 watts on a wire. The competitive edge you've been looking for is here with the IC7851. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this flagship HF transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, a spectrum scope, dual receivers, and a digital voice recorder. Plus the IC7610, the SDR every ham wants. And just in time for contesting season, This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The new ICOM 7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. And let's not forget the IC7300, changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. To learn more about all of ICOM's HF radios, visit ICOMAmerica.com slash amateur. Little pistols and big guns. This is 100 watts and a wire. Well, I can tell you we've got an airplane, somebody out here joyriding. I just had a conversation with a friend talking about, you know, pilots and uh, how I hear a lot about flying in our service and hobby, this amateur radio thing that we do, a lot of people go out and their eyes, you know, they're getting their eyes tested, and there's a little worry and concern about, you know, am I gonna be able to pass this test? Age can keep you out of the air when it comes to that, and I'm not a pilot, and I don't know too much about it, but I hear the guys talking about passing these tests, and if the doctor doesn't give you the okay, man, your flying career's over. that can happen when you're in your 50s, you know, so it's not an age thing at all. It's a a physical, an eye thing, that kind of deal. I really like this season too because we're going to start to uh, lose the leaves on the trees. And some of my walnut trees have already decided that they were going to just head on out. Ah, last week I mentioned this 40 meter end. I'm going to go in and do it. I'm walking and talking with a coffee. Ah. Let me uh, send my condolences to a guy who's not too far from here in Florissant, Missouri. I don't know if he listens to the show, but he does a lot of great work locally for the amateur radio community in terms of um, emergency, awareness, and teaching. Uh, His name's Gary, WB0H, Uh, right as I was celebrating 16 years of marriage on one side of the the yin. Um, I was reading about how his wife passed away, his wife Nancy, November Zero, November Juliet, now a silent key, Nancy died, uh, I believe on the seventh or eighth, and you know, it just puts a lot of things in perspective. Um, when other people, you know, you on one side you're you're celebrating. Uh, something great, and uh, it's great to just keep balancing your life as best as you can all the time, never get too up, never get too down, at least that's what I try to try to do, it's hard sometimes, but I'm um, thinking about him, man, I don't know him all that well, but it's just, it was a constant reminder that life is uh, moving on, and you never know what's going on with somebody else, and uh, what they may be dealing with, or struggling with, and uh, Thinking about you, Gary, I don't know if you listen, but uh, on that day, it was a lot that kind of came across that day, man. Maybe it was the November, I mean the uh, September 11th special event, Uh, thinking about 9-11, you know, celebrating a great day and an anniversary and also seeing, you know, someone lost. It just keeps, keep your life in balance, man, and just remember, you never know. You never know what's going on with other people, so... uh, just be nice just try and be nice okay what else did I want to talk about here did I have something else in my in my mind yeah I've got something I want to fix here and I was talking to you about the seasons changing and how when fall comes around you can begin to see what you're doing up there you can see exactly where your your wires are running you know if anything's interfering with them you could see if you're on a a strange branch or you got something wacky happening you know spring and summer man brings out all the green and it's it becomes a little harder to uh damn i need to pull that up for one it's amazing you tie these things off and they seem to get down you know this is a big old oak tree it's got a 40 meter dipole here i am with a dipole on well, 40 meters it's serving the north and south and it seems like the wind comes and somehow the rope will dip it down a little bit. I could probably bring it up, but there's a bigger problem. I've got these anchored off into like a fence post and I bang them in the ground and the, you know, in the woods the ground is softer, you know, it's covered, it's not, it stays moist. And um, it's great soil, but sometimes it pulls and it moves a little bit and this is what's happening here. I've got a window weight that's actually just laying on the ground. And uh, I'll have to beat that in when we finish up here. I I want to tell you real quick before I go and get working on this. Um, the 100 Watts and a Wire Fallout is coming up in October, October 12th through the 14th. And the way that works at UTC time. And I'll encourage you because I get I get twisted up. Uh, UTC time is just something I'm trying to understand, and one day I'll I'll get it. But uh, Thursday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, actually is Friday. It actually becomes the next day. So October 12th will be, will be October uh, the 11th at 7 o'clock at night. So basically what I'm trying to say is that you can begin the 100 Watts Watson a Wire fallout Thursday, October 11th at 7 o'clock Central Time at 0000 UTC, and that means it will run until Sunday evening, one minute before 7 o'clock Central, on Sunday evening, and 7 o'clock will start our net. But visit 100 com If that just confused you as it had confused me, visit 100 com. Click on the Activity Days page. And you know what, man? The one thing I really love about uh, having our show and our community is people get it. I asked LDG, Radio Waves, MFJ, Chameleon, Power Film Solar, BioNO Power. Hey, look, do you guys want to contribute? Do you want to donate something? You know, we don't have a ham fest, at least at this point. We don't have a, a Watts fest. Maybe, though, one day... We'll meet out on somebody's farm and have our own Watts Fest. I can imagine a place where there's lots of antennas and vehicles and camping and fun. One day, right? But they will donate prizes for the random drawing. And the random drawing just is, you know, it's not a contest here. So you just get on the air. You can get portable, go out. It could be the last time before winter sets in that you can get out and set up your radios. And if it is... That's all right because you're out there doing it. It's also all right if you just sit in the comfort of your own home and, uh, and work. There's no power limitations except for what's legal. 5 watts, 1,500 watts, do what you like. Just get on the air, make contacts, and at the end of the weekend, you go back to 100wattsonawire.com, click on that activity days page, and let us know some information how many stations you worked, and that will become your submission. Your submission, submission for the random drawing. And there's gonna be lots of great prizes. Uh, the 20 amp hour battery, I know. Um, BioNO is also giving like a backpack foldable solar panel. A lot of portable based prizes, again. It's amazing how that happens. Uh, Powerfilm Solar is going to give away a solar panel. Radio Wave is going to give away a 40-meter double bazooka. You know how I feel about those. A Chameleon is going to give away a, like an emergency communication type of antenna, which is excellent. I wouldn't mind having that. LDG is going to give away. They've got a, uh, a product line of ballons and Onions. Who knew? I didn't know. Again, Great for portable, great for your home. They're going to give away a couple of things like that. And I can't remember who I missed. Oh, MFJ, they're going to give away like a big, big whip antenna um, with a tripod. And I'm I'm walking and talking, so you know, I'm probably forgetting um, somebody. Anyway, lots of great prizes will be given away for people who participate in the 100 Watson Wire Fallout October 12th through the 14th. Uh, So there's no pressure. You can get on any time, any band, any mode. It's fine. It's all good. Do what you like. You're not hurting anybody. Get out there and do it. Just get on the air. Have fun. I should say a programming note. On September 27th, September 27th, write this down too. I'm going to be the guest for Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, and his show. I've always... Uh, Teased Neil, saying that, you know, I'm like his Regis Philbin. You know, Letterman used to have Regis Philbin. Anytime someone would cancel, here comes Regis. But on the 27th, we're going to talk about the fallout. Um, Maybe take your calls. You can also send questions to him via social media. I'd love for you guys to turn up. I was really excited when you guys came uh, to support me in the community on uh, W5KUB's program. Uh, His uh, amateur radio roundtable a few weeks back, maybe a month or so now. Um, And it's always good for us to get out and talk about what we're doing and why the community is something that we enjoy. Um, Naturally, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter if you do that sort of thing, but many don't. Many don't. And I get it. All right, man, I say this all the time, but this world... I don't know, man, it's a deeper discussion. How about you and I get a bottle of wine, and we'll set out to figure it out together, but it seems like it's uh more violent, more divisive that is just separated and uh you wear this uniform, I'll wear this one, and I won't talk to anybody but the people who who believe the way I do. That's part of the problem, guys is. And I hear it on the air all the time, broadcast and amateur side. You know, these guys will set up camp and they'll just continue to preach to their own choir. And uh, if they talk to somebody who doesn't agree with them, instantly there's no conversation, there's no rational thinking, no reasonable conversations are happening. We just are kind of putting ourselves where we feel comfortable. And with like minds, because it's probably the easiest thing to do. Well, if you're around people that you agree with all the time, that can be problematic, for one. And rational people should be able to have a conversation and disagree. This is America, you know. It's all right, But it doesn't seem like we can disagree now. You disagree, it's a fight, man. It's a fight, you know. So... Part of this is that's why we do amateur radio. We're finding a a common ground and a common thread. And we try to steer clear of things, knowing that it it could cause a problem. And um, there's enough problems in the world to even list. I mean, natural, look look around, look around, guys. Natural disasters, look what's happening in Japan. The natural stuff, the natural earth, what the earth is doing, storms that are coming. Uh, We got crazy people all the time in every city all the time. We know this. We're getting, you know, our government. Um, A lot. So that's why I like to tell you, you know, take care of yourself. Take care of your family and your friends. And uh, if you can, it's not just about staying above the noise on the radio. It's about staying above the noise in life. That's why I say it. And usually when I say it, it's the end. Where's my coffee cup? Damn, I left my coffee all the way over here. Time to go. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com.